At last, you are here. We have been waiting for you. I don't know what took you this long, but it doesn't matter now. You're here because of synchronicities of the universe. It made you stumble upon this podcast, a source of information. You're looking for answers, and I'm going to tell you right off the bat that you won't find them here. In fact, you'll end up with more questions than before. You won't find answers here because the answers are all within you. Because you are a reflection of everything that is out there. You are a fractal, containing infinite possibilities. You won't find answers here, but I'll tell you where you can possibly find them. Probably, you'll find them where they originated. From yourself. In these series of podcasts, we'll explore different philosophies, polemic topics, opinions, subjective realities, interesting ideas, and we'll also hear stories, some to make us reflect on what life is, and others just to relax and to be in the moment. If you have questions like, why do we exist? What's my purpose here? How can I become a better person? Do I need to become a better person? Is there life in other planets? Is magic a real thing? And many other similar questions. Then this is the podcast that will resonate more with you. I will remind you that we have free will. And we always have the power to decide which information we want to keep and which we want to ignore. We are all entitled to believe or not to believe whatever information we expose in this podcast. We create our own reality. Welcome to Astra Podcast, Episode 1. My name is Joival Osorio, and I'm your host. But that's actually irrelevant, because I'm you and you are me. We are all one. And we are the universe and the source at the same time. For some, it may be a strange way of thinking because we are in a game, and as any game, this one has also rules. So, for some, it might be difficult or even seem impossible to understand how we are all one. Because one of the rules of this game is that we will see things as separate entities. We will classify and tag them. Some of them will appear as bad things and some others as good things. That's called duality. To identify ourselves, we need to use a series of symbols and tags. In the digital era, that's the equivalent of metadata. This is so we can organize things in a sequence that our brains can make sense of. These symbols, which are letters, numbers, and special characters, can be expressed in sounds, and they represent what we're referring to. For example, the word water, W-A-T-E-R, refers to the liquid element. But if you are thirsty, you cannot quench thirst with just the symbols. You need the actual thing. The sequence of symbols I was assigned in this lifetime to identify my mind and body complex as an individual is my name. Same with you. You have a series of symbols that will tag you for the duration of your lifetime here, and people will remember you with that tag or name, as well as the physical vehicle you use, aka your body or your avatar. But as an example of the water, that's just a tag and a physical vehicle. We're not just that. Our true being extends way beyond what you can imagine. And that's one of the purposes of this podcast awakening people about something we don't remember. With that said, you may have noticed that I have a weird accent, and that's because English is my second language, 
so in some cases I might mispronounce some words. I hope you don't mind. All the information I'll be sharing in this series of podcasts are a collection of my opinions and conclusions in my search for the truth throughout several years of my life. About 90% of all I'm going to say was probably said or written already by someone else. I'm just a messenger. I'm not claiming to be telling the absolute truth. It turns out that most of these philosophies and beliefs are as old as many thousands of years. It seems that ancient civilizations had more understanding of how the universe works than an average person today. I'm referring to those civilizations like the Mayas, Egyptians, just to name a few, that had an advanced understanding of astronomy, mathematics, engineering, and spiritual development. How did they know all this? Clearly they had very good teachers. But who were the teachers? There was a time I believed in right and wrong actions. And that's just a perspective. One of the most basic teachings I learned is that we need the dark to be able to see the light, and we need the light to be able to see the dark. There's no separation. We can only appreciate the best when we go through the worst. You only enjoy drinking water when you are really thirsty, otherwise you take it for granted. This is what the Jing and Jang illustrates. The balance. The balance. The balance. The balance. The balance. The balance. For those of you who are new to this kind of philosophies, you must know that there is no need to know these things in order for you to enjoy life or become a better person, or to become enlightened. You probably need this information to understand a few things, but if you think that knowing this will make you better than others, or you'll be granted access to some kind of heaven, you are missing the point. Just like there is people who love looking inside computers to understand how they work so they can write programs or build better computers, there is also people that don't need to look inside a computer in order for them to use one and enjoy it. Of course, you still need some basic knowledge to be able to use one computer as a tool. That's true for any tool. Even a pencil requires an artist to create masterpieces. It's not about the pencil, but what you can do with it. But as much as we need the artist who uses the pencil, we also need the person who makes the pencil. I believe in a universal law that says simply something along the lines of do whatever you want as long as it doesn't interfere with others doing whatever they want. Otherwise, the universe will balance things out for you. In other words, you are free to do an infinite number of things, but if it affects others, whether in a negative or positive way, you'll also get some of that at some point. Karma. And you might not believe in that because you don't understand it, which is okay. You'll have more than a lifetime, and probably you already had several lifetimes figuring this out. You'll literally have an eternity to see how things work, not only in this universe, but also in other planes of existence. So don't worry. Everybody has a part to play in this game. Absolutely every single life form, and even things, are players of this big game. How do you know this is all real and when you wake up in the morning is not another dream 
because when you dream, you think it's real. Sometimes you don't know you are in a dream. Can you tell the difference? Can you tell the difference? Can you tell the difference? No. There is nothing to be afraid of. Because reality is subjective. Nothing is actually real. Nothing is real except your awareness. You. If you change your perception, you change reality. Because you are a creator. You create everything. Now I'm going to quote Alan Watts on one of his speeches in which he mentioned dreams, probably my favorite one. Quote, If you awaken from this illusion and you understand that black implies white, self implies other, life implies death, or shall we say death implies life, you can feel yourself, not as a stranger in the world, not as something here on probation, not as something that has arrived here by fluke, but you can begin to feel your own existence as absolutely fundamental. I'm not trying to sell on this idea in the sense of converting you to it. I want you to play with it. I want you to think of its possibilities. I'm not trying to prove it. I'm just putting it forward as a possibility of life to think about. So then, let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream and that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time, or any length of time that you wanted to have. And you would, naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure you could conceive, and after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, well, that was pretty great, but now let's have a surprise where something's gonna happen to me that I don't know what it's gonna be. And you would dig that and would come out of that and would say, wow, that was a close shave, wasn't it? Then you would get more adventures and you would make farther and farther out gambles what you would dream. And finally, you would dream where you are now. You would dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That would be within the infinite multiplicity of choices you would have of playing that you were in God. Because the whole nature of the Godhead, according to this idea, is to play that is not. So in this idea then, everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality, not God in a politically English sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is. And you are all that. Only you are pretending you are not. Unquote. In the beginning of this podcast, I told you that you'll have more questions than before listening to this episode. There is also a possibility that you would say, that's nonsense, and you are in your right to have that opinion. But probably those who thought that didn't make it this far into the episode. There is nothing wrong with that. Everything serves a purpose. Also, you might not have questions, and you might feel that the things said in this show are kind of true. 
If you have more questions, it's a good sign. That means that you are curious and you feel that you need to find answers, taking you into this amazing journey of awakening. I have a lot of questions myself, and when I answer one, two or three more questions arise. If you feel that some of this is true, it's a good sign because it means that you already know something or remember something and that you already started to find some answers. And finally, if you feel that this is all nonsense, it's also a good sign because it means that you are in a different path of experiencing life and you won't have to worry about all this information for now. There are not wrong answers in the grand scheme of things. Again, everything serves a purpose. I also said that I'll show you where you can possibly find more answers. From time to time, I'll recommend some books, quotes, philosophies, videos, and other sources of information so you can continue your search farther. Most of the time, the search will trace back to you. And by you, I mean the real you, not the tag you or the avatar you, and it will also trace back to the everything at the same time. In the next episode, we'll keep exploring different ideas about what life is and why we are here. Before finishing this episode, I have to say that I'm really happy about this first episode. Thank you so much for being part of this. Visit our website, astrapodcast.com, for more information, also to start building our community over there. In the show notes, you will find some information about the credits and sources. And we'll be here next week with episode two. Thank you for listening, and thank you for existing.